And a very good Monday morning, evening, afternoon, whatever the hell it is. Joe Beningo, the O the Pain podcast. It is Monday. It's Labor Day. How about that? September the 4th, 2023. And the Joe Beningo, the Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Needed Discount Tire, and of course, our friends at DraftKings. It is almost here. Yesterday was the final Sunday until, I don't know, sometime in February that we will not have football as it all gets underway this coming Sunday. The NFL in full bore, full swing. Of course, the Giants on Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. The Jets a week from today will open up uh, on uh, Monday night football against the Buffalo Bills. I, of course, will be there. I am very pumped up for the season. I'm ready to roll. The college football season is off and running. Rutgers actually getting an opening day win over a a, uh, a Northwestern team that went through a lot in the offseason. Pat Fitzgerald, of course, had to step down. Allegations of abuse and all of this. Rutgers wins yesterday 24-7 at home. So good start for them, and they get a win in the conference as well. Uh, we saw the craziness over the weekend with Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and his Colorado Buffaloes, that 45-42 wild win over TCU. And I'll tell you what, Coach Prime's son, Shadir Sanders, I hope it said his name right, looked pretty damn good through four touchdowns and over 500 yards in that win over TCU, of course, was in the championship game last year and, of course, got whacked by the Georgia Bulldogs. But uh, watch out for Colorado. Uh, we saw uh, Florida State beat LSU last night, beat them pretty good. I think the final score was 45-24. So, you know, the college football season in full swing. And uh, football is here, and I am uh, pumped up. There's a game tonight, too. What is it, Clemson-Duke tonight? I believe it's Clemson and Duke tonight, if you're into that. Uh, but nevertheless, you do have a little uh, college football on uh, Monday night. But uh, it all gets underway on Sunday. You know, my wife's very happy about it. Can't wait. Probably our last Sunday that will be. Although next week, it really, I, we probably could play golf on Sunday because the Jets play Monday. The Giants don't play till Sunday night. So uh, I'm not sure what the local games will be. Uh, here in the metropolitan area, but nevertheless, uh, we'll see. But, you know, uh, may, uh, very possibly our last Sunday of golf was yesterday. We played yesterday at Paramus. I I, I got I got to start with this because we played at Paramus yesterday and we played with two guys, nice guys. Can't say they weren't nice guys. The one guy knew who I was. You know, it's funny. I go in to tell you a little story as I take my, uh, my what is it, Maxwell House we're drinking? What the hell are we drinking? Chock full of nuts? Good to the last drop. Here we go. No food this morning so far. It's terrible. Hold on. All right. Anyway, got to make a ShopRite run. But um, I spent a lot of time and a lot of money at ShopRite in Ramsey, as a lot of people are probably aware of. But anyway, so yesterday, rep Paramus, I go up to pay, you know, and this guy, of course, hears my voice and immediately knows who I am, right? Ah, oh, Joe Beningo, da da da, all it is, right? The whole the whole nine yards. So then I tell him the tea, you know, I say what tea, my tea time is, and lo and behold, we're playing with this guy. So this guy's doing like a dance when he finds out I'm playing with him, right? So he leaves. Now I pay, and of course, all the guys at Paramus are busting my chops that this guy knows who I am, right? <laughs> okay, and I'm like saying, well, you know, maybe you guys could like throw me a discount today that I got to deal with this going forward, anyway. So we play yesterday, and like I said, these guys were very nice guys. I won't say their names. Very nice. But, and I, look, I'm not the greatest golfer. I mean, look, my wife and I aren't exactly, uh, 
you know, the tour buses for the PGA live and the LPGA are not coming to uh, 1400, uh, you know, where we live here in Mawa anytime soon. All right. So anyway, be that as it may, uh, the tour buses aren't coming, but these guys, you know, a lot of times they were hitting two off the tee, you know, they were very slow. And it's funny because my wife and I, you know, and, and at least the one thing, one thing I'm doing consistently now, my wife's as consistent as anybody doing this, and that's getting off the tee. I mean, she's in the fairway all the time, even though she complains. She's in the fairway constantly. She complains she's not hitting at 320 off the tee, but she's in the fairway all the time. And I've been hitting my, I've been off the tee. I've been very good. My driver, I'm, I'm rolling with the driver. And these guys were like hitting, you know, two tee shots every time. And, you know, and they're playing back. I'm playing up on a lot of holes, whatever. And the bottom line is, you know, how many times that, you know, we're, you're, you're getting ready to hit and you're looking behind you because they're behind you to hit it. So, and we kept waiting for the Rangers to come and say we were moving slow. But you know what? They never did. And eventually, uh, we caught up to the people in front of us. We wound up, wound up playing 15 holes. But, uh, you know, when, when that stuff is happening and you're playing with people that seemingly are always behind where you are, it wears you out. It ties you out. <clears throat> and we were... We were getting tired out. We wound up playing 15 holes, and uh, then we decided we had enough. But so that was yesterday. It ties you out mentally. It tie, it, my wife is pointing out it ties you out mentally, which it really does. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But anyway, we played 15 holes, and they were very nice guys and all of that. And we'll leave it at that. But uh, today, of course, and by the time you hear this, my show will be over. I'm actually doing – the uh, midday show today on the fan 10 to 2. How about the fact, how is it possible, okay, that both the Mets and Yankees, Labor Day, they're not playing today. How is, you know, it is a joke. There's three major holidays during the summer of the baseball season. Memorial Day, 4th of July, and Labor Day today. And every team in Major League Baseball should be playing on those days. And they should be afternoon games, too, to be very honest with you. So neither the Mets and Yankees are playing today. That is an absolute freaking disgrace. There's no other way to say it. <clears throat> it's an out-and-out disgrace that these two teams are not playing today. But that's the way it is. The Yankees, how about the Yankees? They sweep the Astros. This kid, Jason Dominguez, they bring him up. He's hit two home runs already. The kid, Austin Wells, has looked good, too, to catch you. You know, where have these guys been all year? All of a sudden, the Yankees look like a team. <clears throat> They're as dead in the water as could be. All They sweep Houston. When's the last time they did that? Too bad the games be, basically don't mean anything that they sweep any Astros, you know? But they did. They beat them up pretty good in Houston. And, of course, the Astros, not only uh, fighting to stay in a wild card spot, but fighting for that division title, too, between Houston, Seattle, and Texas. And the Mets have been involved in this, too. They just... You know, they won a game the other day. They lost two out of three to Texas, but they took the last game of that series. And then they went two out of three over Seattle, who was hotter than anybody. And they really should have swept them. They should have won the game on Saturday night. Uh, they were down 3-0. They came back to tie it. They were down 7-3. They came back to tie it. And they wound up losing uh, the game on a home run by Crawford in the top of the ninth inning against the immortal Adam Adovino, who absolutely stinks. I mean, I know he saved the game yesterday. Adovino is terrible. Really, I mean, I, I, please, please, Steve Cohen, get this guy off there. I don't want to see this guy back on his team next year, you know? I know our bullpen is horrendous, and, you know, it's, it, this just shows how bad the bullpen is. Adovino's probably the best guy in the bullpen, 
And that just shows you how crappy the Met bullpen is. But I, I do not want to see this guy back. But the Mets should have swept Seattle. They got that big game from Senga the other night. And then yesterday, 6-3, the final score. Alonzo, two home runs yesterday, drove in four runs. Pete Alonzo now is sitting at 41 home runs and 100 RBIs for the year. This guy is in more home runs than anybody in Major League Baseball since he came into the league five years ago. And I, and I, I how many times am I going to scream this, this nonsense about trading Alonzo? It's nonsense. Can we pay this guy? The number, look, the Mets got a lot of, a lot of issues they got to take care of in the offseason. That, that, there's no denying any of that. They got a lot of issues to take care of. But the number one issue has to be paying Pete Alonzo. There is no excuse, you know, none. These guys like this don't grow on trees. He's one of the premier power hitters in baseball. Maybe the only two guys I put ahead of him are Otani and Judge. Bless you, darling, as she sneezes. Get ready for about four more rows. But the only two guys that I would put ahead of them, ahead of him are Otani and Judge. And that's it. All right? Bless you again. It's going to be a few more. Don't worry. The over-under for her sneezing is about three and a half. And you usually want to play the over. But nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, you got to pay Pete enough already. 41 and 100 in a bad year. And the guy <clears throat> the guy plays every game. You know, he missed a few games this year when he got hit in the wrist by Charlie Morton. And I won't overdo start with that again. He missed like eight games, maybe came back too soon. And maybe that yeah, hurt him a little bit, hurt the team a little bit. If she sneezes again, of course, we're up to three now. There you go. We'll see if she gets to five. You got you know one more is coming for sure. I told you you got to bet the over. The over over under is always three and a half on my wife's sneezes. Could be, I think the record is seven. That's the most that she's had. Six? You sure it wasn't seven? I think it was seven. I think you're wrong. I gotta check. I gotta check uh, the Elias Sports Bureau about that. <laughs> but nevertheless, nevertheless, can they freaking pay Pete, please? Please. You can't let this guy go. You cannot let him go. If Steve Cohen, if you're this, you're this great owner, if you're, you're not the Wilpons, then you're going to ante up. I don't care what it takes to keep Pete Alonzo on this freaking team. All right? Enough of this bullshit because that's what it is. Enough of it. Got to pay freaking Alonzo. All right? And how good. And how about these young guys? I mean, Dominguez has been off the charts for the Yankees. Two home runs already. Wells has looked good. And as far as the Mets go, Ronnie Mauricio, so far he's got a hit in every game. He's got five hits. He got two hits in his first game. Remember, his first at bat, he got a double. And supposedly with this nonsense about exit velo, which is a big deal all of a sudden, okay? It's like swing speed. It's like clubhead speed in golf, okay? All of a sudden. Anyway, Mauricio, a ringing double his first time out. He's got five hits. He's got a hit in every game. He got two hits in his first game, two hits in his second game. Got a hit yesterday. Mauricio looks like he is... A dynamic young player. He's playing second base. Turned a beautiful double play yesterday with Lindor. This kid should have been up here three freaking months ago. Why the Mets? We said everybody else come up, and we had to we had to see Jonathan Aruz and Danny Mendick and Rafael Ortega. We had to see all these guys, right? All of them, but not Mauricio. And hopefully he's up here to stay now. Now he's to me he's got to be a big part of this team next year. He's got to be the starting second baseman. I mean, I'm sorry. He has to. I don't want to hear he doesn't have a position and all this BS. He's got to be the starting second baseman next year. And how different does do the Yankees look with these guys? They brought Dominguez, Wells, these other young players they got. All of a sudden, they look like a real team. 
It's amazing, isn't it? Where the hell were those guys? Maybe they should have been up a long time ago, too. Unbelievable. You can't make it up. What can I say? But uh, that's uh, that's the state of uh, baseball in New York this year. By the way, speaking of the Mets, how about DJ's? How good has this DJ Stewart been? You know, he's got 10 home runs already. He's at nine home runs. What, in his last 16 games? He's got an OPS over 1,000, which is nuts. Made a terrific play in right field yesterday, uh, going to his uh, right, running and making a, a catch going toward the wall, taking a double away from somebody. I mean, this guy, I, mean, you, you, the Mets have, I know he's 29. Everybody's saying, ah, you know, you, you, can't, you can't factor him in next year. You can't count on him. He can't be part of the team. Why not? For all I know, he could be the starting right fielder next year. He looks pretty damn good to me. Maybe it just took him a little time to get his act together. And all he needed was a chance to play. And he's looked damn good. I'll tell you that. Damn good. So, yeah, I know. Oh, you know, everybody's like, ah, he's too old. You know, yeah. So so what'll happen, this would be typical of the Mets. Wouldn't this be typical Met? So to let Stewart go instead of keeping him, giving him like a one-year contract, you'll let Stewart go, somebody else will pick him up, and he'll turn into the next Justin Turner, right? He'll turn into a freaking star somewhere else. That would be typical of the Mets. Let Alonzo walk. Let DJ Stewart go. You know, that would be typical Met baseball. And then Stewart turns into a, a terrific player. Wouldn't that be something? Unbelievable. The Mets better sign Pete, and I would keep DJ Stewart, and let's see what we got next year. It's not like you got to break the bank to keep him, okay? You gave Vogel back. It's amazing with Vogelback, too. All of a sudden, he's hitting, too. How about, how about that? How about the play the other day when Vogelback got thrown out at second base? That was the game he lost to Seattle. He hit a ball up the alley in left center field, and Vogelback, who's probably slower than I am with my two hip surgeries, gets thrown <laughs> out and run into second base trying to stretch it into a double. They might have won that game, too, because Stewart got a hit later on after. So, whatever. But uh, at least both the Mets and the Yankees showing a pulse as they go into the month of September now. But one more message. I'm going to say one more time to Uncle Stevie Cohen. Pay Pete Alonzo. There is absolutely no excuse if you do not pay this guy. Okay? Absolutely none. And again, really, in the same vein, absolutely ridiculous that the Mets and Yankees are not playing baseball on Labor Day today. Just a, a complete freaking joke. All right. But then go to Yoda Payne Podcast. Let's get our uh, our, uh, our uh, sponsors in here. Hackensack Brewing Company, of course. I want to thank everybody again. We had a great turnout on Friday night. Unfortunately, uh, my partner, my former longtime partner, Evan Roberts, banged up, had pneumonia, couldn't make it. So we'll have another day when we'll have Pete. We'll have Pete. I got Alonzo on my mind. We'll have another day when we'll have uh, Evan Roberts there. Uh, also, Fireman Ed at some point. Uh, we will uh, have him. Maybe the next time out, we'll have Fireman Ed. We'll see. We'll let you know when the next podcast will be, probably sometime in October. You know, let's get the uh, football season rolling. But uh, great turnout the other day at the Brewing Company. And you know the deal. It's located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, 30 seconds off Route 4 in beautiful Who Needs a House out in Hackensack. Tap rooms open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. The whole group there, Mike Jones, Herb, TJ, Andre, everybody, we had a great time uh, on Friday. We'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. I need a discount tire, of course. Uh, Johnny, my son, uh, uh, Ari as well, 
Go check them out. You need work done on your car. You need tires. Uh, you need uh, your, your car inspected. Whatever you need, all your car needs, check them out. They're on uh, uh, in uh, Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. So go check them out. Tell them Beningo sent you. And, of course, our good friends at DraftKings, so happy to have them back for the third consecutive year. And, look, can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? And, really, it's crazy, right? Well, good thing it's over because the NFL is here. As I said, Sunday it all gets underway at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official an official uh, sports betting partner of the NFL is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is uh, hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app out uh, to see what you get. Just uh, great by DraftKings. Download now and use the code OTHEPAIN to sign up. New customers can take $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www. Uh, one, that's WW1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, H-O-P-E-N-Y, uh, 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of uh, Boot Hill Casino and Resort, uh, KS, 21-plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Uh, see dknj.co slash football for eligibility, terms and responsible gambling, uh, excuse me, terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after uh, issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Check out DraftKings. All right, Beningo, the uh, Oh, the Pain podcast. Doing a lot of work today because I got to go do four hours of a show coming up pretty soon. But uh, nevertheless, let me have a little more coffee because God knows I need it. There you go. Beautiful. So football is here, and it starts on uh, on Sunday. Now, don't forget, this Friday, we will begin. We'll do week one of our picks. And I threw it out there the other night at the live podcast at the Brewing Company, Hackensack Brewing Company about my wife, the lovely Teresa, doing the picks with me. And it was overwhelmingly yes that they wanted her to do the picks with me because everybody loves to hear her laugh. They like to hear her sneeze and all of that cough (laughs) and coughing and all the various things she does. So nevertheless, so she will be doing the pick segment with me starting this Friday. So you want to check that out. What we're going to do, we're going to make it a little easier for her. So what we're going to do is only three pick, three games. We'll each pick three games. We'll make sure that none of the games, you know, we're, we're not picking the same games. So we'll start that on Friday. So you want to check that out. It should be freaking hilarious. Because if, you ever, if, if you've ever seen my wife start to pick game, forget about it. It takes her an hour just to go, well, this team, that team, the other team. No. So I gave it a spread yesterday. I ran them by her yesterday. And we'll see. That should be a a funny segment. So you want to check it out. So we'll start on Friday. Of course, Thursday, I'll start my uh, Thursday. Well, of course, we got the opening game Thursday night. NBC, the defending world champion Chiefs 
against the Detroit Lions in Kansas City. So we'll be checking that out. Be ready to roll for uh, uh, the beginning of the NFL season coming up on Thursday night. But um, nevertheless, so we'll be doing that on Friday. Thursday, I'll be doing my picks with JJ, John Jastrzemski, the recently married John Jastrzemski. And, of course, we broke down the wedding, uh, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago. Whatever I did last time we talked, whenever it was. But ne- nevertheless, whatever, yeah. Well, so, well, actually, it was only a week ago this past Friday was the wedding. But nevertheless, we doing my picks with JJ on, JJ on his podcast starting on Thursday. But you got to check out me and my wife Friday. And don't forget, starting next Tuesday, okay? And we're probably going to do two podcasts next week. I'll probably have got to do one Monday, and then we'll do, the, we'll do one Tuesday as well to break down the Jet game. So starting next Tuesday, we'll start an hour-long podcast. So that will start Tuesday the 12th. We'll still do a half hour today. We'll do a half hour Friday, and we'll do a half hour Monday. And then starting the 12th, we'll do the the hour long. I'm sure I'll have a lot to scream about on uh, Tuesday after the Jet game, especially if they lose. They better freaking beat Buffalo. There is no excuse. You have to beat Buffalo on opening night. Same thing with the Giants. I mean, to me, these are huge games for both teams. You know, the Giants have had all kinds of trouble. Remember last year, even though they made the playoffs, the Giants, they went 9-7-1. and They only won one game in their division last year, and that was against Washington. And they tied Washington as well. They lost twice to Dallas. They lost twice to Philly. Actually, three times to Philly because Philly blew their doors off in a divisional playoff game last year. So they've had a lot of trouble beating the two big teams in their division. The Giants need to get off to a big start and beat Dallas on Sunday night. They got a tough opening schedule. You know, you beat Dallas on Sunday night football, the chances are good you're going to start 2-0 because you got the lousy, who may be the worst team in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals, coming up in week two in Arizona. So, uh, you know, Giants beat Dallas. They got a great start. To, they have a great chance to start 2-0. and And then, of course, they go to a very tough Thursday night game after that in San Francisco against the 49ers. So, to me, that opening night, Sunday night game by the, uh, by the Giant, with the Giants against Dallas is a huge game for them. And, of course, Monday night, the Jets, and we talked about this endlessly, right? They need to be – you cannot have all the hype, all the hoopla, all the insanity, all the whatever you want to call it that has surrounded Aaron Rodgers and then all of a sudden come out opening night against Buffalo and lay a freaking egg. You can't do that. You got to beat the Bills. I'm sorry. And how about the fact that both the Giants and the Jets are underdogs at home? As a matter of fact, if you looked at the early line so far, I was looking at it yesterday, there's a lot of home uh, underdogs to start on opening weekend. There's a lot of them. And the Jets and Giants both are. The Giants are three-point underdogs to the Cowboys on Sunday night. The Jets are two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Bills on Monday night. What? Really? I mean, come on. I mean, for CISO, so for all the hoopla the Jets have gotten, you know, in the offseason with Rodgers coming and Dalvin Cook now and everything, you know, all, you know, all the swirl about my football team, they're an underdog to Buffalo. Go out there and beat the crap out of them, will you please? And the same for the Giants. Three, I'm not surprised the Giants are underdogs. I got to tell you that because they've had so, so much trouble over the years with Dallas and all of that. But the Jets? Underdogs? I mean, two and a half? Come on. Really? I don't know what it's going to be by the time the game goes off, but 
Uh, so, and there's a lot, I, I'm telling you, and looking at the number, and looking at the spreads, there's a lot of, lot of home underdogs this week. I see where the Patriots are home underdog against Philly. I forget what the line on what that was. I think it might've been two and a half as well. I don't have it in front of me right now, but there are a number of, you know, home underdogs to start the year. And I always like that. I'm a big fan, you know, when I'm playing the spreads and I'm giving my wife a little tip here. I'm a big fan of the home dog, all right? I always kind of like the home dog, especially if it's, a, if it's a team that maybe a lot of people don't aren't crazy about, you know, that, that not a lot of people are high on. So keep that in mind as well. Um, if you're looking to bet the game Thursday night, it's uh, Kansas City six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Detroit. I, I, I'm surprised it's not like seven, seven-and-a-half Maybe it'll go off that by game time, but a lot of people love the Lions. Lions are one of the, you know, trendy picks this year. There's a lot of people on them. And uh, I know a lot of people like the Bears in the NFC North, but I don't like Everybody's high in Justin Fields. I mean, he's, he can run. Is he going to be able to sit in the pocket and beat you? I, I don't love the Bears. To me, the team to beat in the division is Detroit. Green Bay is taking a step back. We'll see what Jordan Love is, a quarterback. I don't love the Vikings, even though they're in the playoffs last year. They did lose Dalvin Cook. Uh, Adam Thielen has gone too. We'll see, you know what the what the Vikings turn out to be. But to me, you know, Detroit looks like the team to beat. Amazingly enough, in the NFC uh, uh, North, when's the last time the Lions won a division? What was that? We got back to like the last time they won a playoff game, nineteen ninety one. I think that's the last time, right? When they beat the Cowboys, when they still had Barry Sanders and all of that. So. But Kansas City, six-and-a-half-point favorite on Thursday night uh, against the Lions, and uh, we'll all be uh, ready to go and all pumped up for that, no doubt about it. But Friday, we'll start the picks, and, uh, of course, then we'll do all the football. And as I said, we'll do two. We'll do a Monday show. We'll break down. It'll only be a half hour. We'll break down these Sunday games in the NFL, and then we'll do a special Tuesday edition, which will be an hour long, where we'll break down the Jet game. All right? So that's how we're going to go, and then during the football season, we'll uh, we'll expand it uh, to an hour because we have a lot to talk about. And as I said, this coming Friday, my wife and me with our NFL picks, and that should be a rip freaking Rora. Okay, <laughs> we'll see if my wife can get the picks in in a half hour. You know what I mean? As she's going back and forth, well, I like this team, this team here, and that team there. It's going to be very funny. This should be one of the funniest segments we've ever done. And as I said, overwhelming response at the brewing company the other day about my wife. I mean, it was over effing overwhelming. No doubt about it. It really was. So uh, she was surprised. I knew it. I'm not surprised. Everybody loves to hear a laugh. Like I said, I like to hear a laugh, I like to hear a sneeze, all it is. So uh, it should be uh, very, very, very interesting going forward. Uh, there's no doubt about it. All right, now I'm juiced up. You know, we'll see what what happens. My team better be good. You know the deal. Everybody was asking me the other night about the Jets. You know how many wins? Look to me, whatever it takes to win the division. If ten and seven wins the AFC East, I'm in. You know, if it takes thirteen and four to win the AFC East, I'm in. But they need to get off to a good start. I want to see four and two by the bye week. And I talked to Sal about that, and I'm going to remind the coach. That if we're four and two going into the bye week, he's got to come on my show. Right? Even though, you know, they got committed to ESPN and you know, all of this crap, you know, 
So he owes me that one, and I'm going to remind him of that. Four and two or better. I mean, obviously, if we're five and one, or dare I say, in the insanity of what would be six and oh, then he's still <laughs> right. That would be unbelievable. He will come on. So, but I'm very pumped up. I'll be at the game on Monday night. It's going to be crazy. Um, got all kinds of tailgating things going on. Kenny's tailgating. Joey Jet is tailgating. Oh, my God. The insanity level is going to be uh, off the charts. A week from Monday night, I'll be there with Cousin Bro, the great Dr. Danny Conti. Um, I'm ready to roll. And hopefully the weather. How about the weather? Like, so, so we had this terrible summer where it rained like three, four days a week, right? It's crazy. Never really hot, hot. And then all of a sudden now, here we are, as soon as September comes, and we got nothing but 90 degrees all week, right? Supposed to be 91 today. You know, 90s all week was 90 degrees yesterday, which I love. But the problem is that our pool up here, today's the last day of our pool. So my game plan, after I do the the midday show today, I'll be done at 2 o'clock. Let's hope I get through it. As uh, I've been working, I've, I've been working more in the last week and a half than I did when I was working. <laughs> Freaking crazy. Anyway, uh, my game plan after that is to go, uh, go to the pool for the final day. This is the last day of the pool. And of course, the hottest days of the summer will now happen when there's no pool to go to. Of course. Why would it be any other way? Unbelievable. So we'll see. All right. Uh, the Beningo, the Yoda Pain Podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. You guys have been great. Again, I want to thank everybody that showed up at the Hackensack Brewing Company on uh, Friday night. It was a great night, no doubt about it. And like I said, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will be and probably with Fireman Ed, but we'll keep you uh, abreast of all that. Have a great Labor Day, and uh, maybe you'll listen to me in a little while. Uh, of course, like I said, by the time you hear this, I will be off the air already. But uh, have a great week. And uh, we will talk to you with the uh, picks with my wife coming up on Friday. All the love.